What You Wanna Know is recorded in Great White Portland. Bro crazy, bro crazy. Bro crazy, bro crazy. It's Bro Gravy Podcast. Welcome everybody to the What You Wanna Know podcast presented by Broke Gravy and Rainier Beer. Rainier Beer, powering my end of the podcast since 2020. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, when we started this, right? Sure. Yeah, it is. I, yeah. In my head, it was that it was powering you since 2020, which... Oh, no, that like, is... No, they've like, they've been a longtime sponsor of Mr. Leon Anderson uh, for for a minute. I thank you for your crystal clear waters, Rainier. It's a delightful source of hydration, energy, <laughs> protein. Literally a depressant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey everybody! I'm Leon. I'm Eric. I'm Chris. And we back. That is the enthusiasm that we are bringing into season three. Season three. Season three. <laughs> season three. Uh, did I miss season two? Uh, Last yeah, time I saw I mean, was, it was season one, episode 78. Oh, they just keep rolling. They just keep ticking up. Just keep ticking, tick, tick, tick. Yeah, we're just trying to get to those syndication numbers, hundred mm-hmm. episodes. Yep. Then Chris can cast his check and do a spinoff. Yep. Mister Mister Williams' room about him taking <laughs> in a bunch of wayward teens. Wayward teens. You can yeah. catch uh, reruns on Fox Family. When, uh... I think it's just called. Uh... Freeform now, isn't that freeform? Freeform, <laughs> freeform. yeah. I mean, no one watches TV anymore. I mean, I watch the, the Amazing net- Race. Those networks still exist. You watch the what? The Amazing Race. Of course you do. The, are you are you sucking on a Werther's while you're doing that? <laughs> what is the Amazing Race for old people? Drinking fucking prune juice. I think he thinks anything on CBS is for old. I didn't people. even know it was CBS. I was gonna say, isn't that on like Chris's favorite channel, Paramount? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like right after two after a two-hour block of Star Trek. <sighs> I guess of the reality shows, that's the least damaging. Yes. Uh there's a new one. That is called Your Mom, My Dad. Yeah, on HBO. Whoa. What? What is this? Is it like a dating show for like single parents? They're like widowers and just divorcees. Yeah. Wayward parents. And then the kids are in another house and it is. Oh, no. Are they like just watching? Uh, They're watching and they'll help like set up the dates and they're like. That could be interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, Leon, most... let us know how many episodes have you enjoyed? Oh, I've enjoyed the entire season. Exactly. No, yeah. you watched it all. Is it yeah. good? It's it's great. It's so positive. It's like oh, it is. It's not yeah, it's... like snarky. Nope. Oh, okay. Everything is super positive. Uh there's one dude nice. who you're like, 
oh, is it that you don't like the fact that your mom's talking to a white dude right now? And like, eventually he comes out and he's like, yeah, I don't, this doesn't feel right. He doesn't feel like the right person for you, but I can't give away anything. I'm not going to watch this. Well, I don't know about I our might. viewers who might, might be still episode eight. Um, you gonna ruin Ozarks while you're at it? Who me? Ooh, anyway, I haven't I, seen a oh. single episode of Ozarks. I've heard it's amazing. Like, I guess it's episodes? Ozark, not Ozarks, but yeah, okay. never. It's really? one of those things that people just say as plural. Yeah, like, like O'Reilly's. O'Reilly's. Uh, O'Reilly. It's baby. It's like not everything's possessive, but that's fine. Who uh, is that? What? Making it. Oh, it's, it's Eric. Yeah. If yeah. there's someone making like repetitive, annoying noise, it's me doing something. Oh, oh, O'Reilly. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Parts. Parts. Uh, Ozark is uh, coming in hot. Seven episodes left whenever those drop, but yeah. Ozark. Still good. Man. Those are something else right there. That hot white mess. I've got a new white <laughs> dress-up show to watch. Man, I love me some white. Period. Is that the one with, with uh, Christine Bransky? Of course, man. Christine yeah. Bransky, what a great actor. Um, you know, it's just white people dressed in their little frilly frills, thrown in a colored person or two. But uh, I'm 100% there for it. I just love a little Downton Abbey-ish fucking <laughs> white people in, in, the, in the early, I guess it's not that early. It's like 18, I can't remember when, like 1880s. But it's like everyone just wanted to be a king and queen. Like we might have got rid of the monarchy and stuff, but like everybody just wanted to be a king and a queen. It's amazing. Little palaces everywhere, just corrupt ass. That was like back when you <laughs> you were either just rich or poor, yo. <laughs> like, but poor was like, poor was like, you don't get no help. You're just like, you're poor because it's your fault, right? I mean, God don't like you. Change, right? <laughs> Poo. Yeah, we have a bit of a like I get that saying and shit, but uh uh-uh. uh. Like back in the day when you was poor like that, there was no there was no safety net. There was no you <laughs> there was <laughs> there kind of was a safety net though. Yeah, death. Death, but also like if are we talking about like feudal England, like where there was like oh, the Lord, I'm, and then they're like, I'm talking about the US in the 18, like 80s, like in New York oh, and shit. In the US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, in the US, you either like worked at a meat packing plant. It's like you were Bill the Butcher or you were butchered. Yeah. It's just crazy. The meat pies. The meat pies. So, is this Five main what you're talking about? Is that the show? Gilded show Age. Gilded Age. Gilded Age. Wait, it's on it. So, HBO. what? What period piece are you talking about, Leon? Uh, I was trying to figure out what you were talking about, and there's a oh. show called Mame that's like kind of similar. 
Mame. That was from like back in 2017. Also a Lucille Mame. Ball movie. Wait, did you say Lucille Ball? Yeah, not from the 19, not from 2017. It was a Lucille Ball movie back in the 60s or something like that. And then uh, Mame, the TV series, uh, it's like 2017. But that's different. That's not like a period piece. So I was trying to figure out what you're talking about. Turns out I was way off. Way off. Uh, yeah. Speaking of way off, finally went and saw The Matrix. Jesus Christ. Do you want to talk about a dump of a movie? That movie was solid. <laughs> it was a solid deuce in the toilet that jammed up the pipes. That's what it was. It was fucking incredible you liked it i I liked it it wasn't i wouldn't like put it with here's the thing like i loved what uh lana wachowski got away with which is basically huh nothing they basically were like we're gonna make more of these movies whether you like it or not and she just went out and like got on her shit about like how that's how movies are made now like it's all remakes and bullshit and she kind of had her cake and ate it too i thought it was great was it as good as any of the first two movies probably not um but it wasn't playing in the same league like it's hard to compare it to the first trilogy because it's commenting on the first trilogy and the where movies are now i Mm. dug it Mm. that's a lot of work you just did to explain that piece of shit movie I talked for one minute. <laughs> that movie was garbage. <laughs> what? What didn't you just? What, it just was everything. Just like it. I, there was nothing. Everything? There was nothing. nothing I enjoyed, and you I'm not even joking. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss was fucking great in it. Old boy uh, from Hamilton, great in it. Didn't care for Doogie Howser very much. Uh, no Patrick. <laughs> Uh, there's a guy in the screening who kept just saying fucking Doogie Hauser every time he came on screen and it cracked my shit up every time Ugh. also you saw that shit on your TV at home no I saw it on my screen at home okay Ooh, damn Humble oh, damn! Like, I didn't what? watch it on my TV and so okay how how many inches versus how big it would have been how many feet I watched it on my eight foot screen I have a screen it comes down from the ceiling you got that Dolby surround sound that DA- I did not have surround sound that might have changed I'm pretty sure it just comes out of like his like Alexa <laughs> that might have changed the game a little bit but I definitely would have uh the the I mean for sure the action is nowhere near the same level as it was in the first movies like they just and that felt kind of sad. That was probably the saddest part for me. I mean, <clears throat> I just this, I thought it was I don't really smart for people. That they they probably have either seen it or either haven't. But go ahead. I mean, he Spoiler was just alert. the Spoiler funniest alert. shit. I don't know about you if you laughed, Leon, at anything. But when and I I love Keanu Reeves. When my man was on the back of the bike. <laughs> Just doing this to fucking everything. <laughs> I was like, Yo, this shit is 
I think I See, got here's to what the I point. don't what I don't understand is what is different about that than <laughs> everything in the first three movies. Oh man. Look, man. I just think it's your expectations. That's probably what the issue was. I did talk to someone. I mean, yeah, who, I have expectations of everything. Yeah. I talked to someone who watched the trilogy the same week as they watched the this new one. Mm-hmm. And they said that seeing them so close together, it's not as bad as it could have been if I didn't because it tempered their expectations about what the movie would be. My whole thing, I think it's the thing that you say, Eric, that they were commenting on, which is the remaking of movies and all of that. I thought that was hot garbage. Like every time they would do like a flashback scene to like Morpheus. And it looked, and and it looked have, like trash, right? Have him on like a screen or yeah, like in that bathroom that was the scene. Point. It was supposed to look like hot garbage. I'm telling you, the reason is, that it was on like this a is like shabby sheet. This is when you go to someone's house and their like dressers paint is all peeling off, and they're like, "No, it's intended to look like garbage because it's it, okay. shabby chic." So you're you're specific. The the scene I think you're talking about is when they are on the train and then they go through a door and then they're yeah. in like a back room. Mm-hmm. And they're showing the Matrix on a screen that is ripped and torn. And they're commenting on how they're basically trying to update things. And meanwhile, you're just seeing a regurgitated, shitty version of the old Matrix. That was the point for it to look shitty. That's how I entered. That's how I took it. That's how I read it. And I was like, this is fucking great. Well, we should get them on the show. See if we can... Who just just Lana or the whole crew? The whole crew, <clears throat> the whole crew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Yaya was fucking cracking my ass up with his like updated Morpheus. Again, <laughs> that was the point: is to like bring in a younger, weirder version and try and juice it up instead of using the old characters. I I think it's fucking brilliant. Brilliant. I think I think the commentary stuff they're doing was brilliant. I don't think the movie on the whole was I would put if I had to if I was going to do a ranking I would go matrix one matrix two matrix resurrections matrix three but also that's kind of not so brilliant in the matrix like in the world of the matrix not brilliant compared to other movies brilliant brilliant as an artist getting a chance to take a studio's money and comment on how they are taking their art and regurgitating it without them. Because they're basically like, they're, we're going to make the Matrix whether you're involved or not. So she's like, fine, let me make a Matrix. And she used it to talk shit about Warner Brothers and movies today. Mm. I so I think that's another one too. Oh, at some point, whether she's involved or not, they are going to find a way to keep regurgitating. There's going to be a Matrix 7, 8, 9, I'm sure. But I, Re- I re-resurrected. Be, I would be shocked if a lot of those people were involved, but who knows? Who knows? Hmm. I mean, I would have happily taken a movie that just kind of tried to jump back into the world and tried to look at it with open eyes, but I'm much happier with what came out, which was one of the creators being like, uh, 
all movies are kind of garbage now because they only do remakes and regurgitations of previous IP. Oh, I dug it. But for the Matrix E things, average. I, which is why I think a lot of people don't like it. And part of why I think she kind of was like, yeah, this is fine. But this is kind of what I find interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. Uh, Broke Gravy and Friends, uh, not the name of our show, uh, is, uh, as always, sponsored by our friends at Kickstand Comedy. Uh, Kickstand Comedy Space. Dot, nope. Edit all of this. Kickstandcomedy.org is the website you go to for uh, looking at this. It's been, we, we had a long hiatus. Uh, Kickstandcomedy.org for improv, Portland comedy, online classes, uh, stand up. Uh, sketch. They do all kinds of fun, fun stuff here in Portland, Oregon, and sometimes online. You should check them out at kickstandcomedy.org and find out more. I'm teaching level six starting February 12th. Saturdays. When you get to that level, you get to create your own show with your class, which is pretty dope. Yep, making up your own little format and just little old me coaching you along the way. And by coaching, he means just giving hot looks and disappointed eyes. I will give you encouragement and the truth. Is uh, that really what you wanted to do? That's so. so. I feel like that comes out of Chris's mouth. As I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever more, It should come out of more teachers' mouths, honestly. I have true. said, what are you... I think I've said, uh, like, what are you, what are you going for? What was your intention there? When I, when it's clear that someone has an idea, but it's just not like, you know, coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, what was your, like, what was your intention? Cause you know, when you can put, God, I've been saying this a lot. When you can put language to something, you know, there's proof to show like your brain the language helps you connect to the emotion, to the idea or whatever it is, but you have to know the words, right? Mm. That's why when you're working with kids so much and they're all pissed off and they're just, uh, you just, you know, if you can, it's like, what, like, what are you feeling? You try to get them to connect to their body, to the brain. And like, what is this I'm feeling? So there's an expression of something so that you can kind of like let, let it go or at least send it somewhere else otherwise it's just a hot mess hot mess didn't, didn't mean to get all all woo i guess that's not woo woo that's, that's not woo woo that's like uh, yeah uh philosophical no no it, it's what, i mean it's psychological I mean, who cares if it is woo woo what does woo woo even mean I feel like woo-woo is like one of those floating definitions that people throw on anything that they don't like, like a hipster. I've heard you could, everything is called a hipster by somebody and it's like, it means nothing at yeah. a certain point. Yeah, I've been I think people use woo-woo more to self-deprecate whatever it is that they have just said or like to sort of protect themselves. They're like, I... I know this is going to sound woo-woo, but... Like corny, you mean? What's that? Like corny? No, not necessarily like corny, but like to protect, like to 
provide a protection against someone else saying that your spiritual Uh, you're kind of like getting to getting to the insult before someone else can get to it yeah so you're like this is gonna sound woo woo but you know i've been taking these herbal medicine classes this that and the other and so i'm like "Hmm." i mean i maybe wouldn't have said it before you told me that you thought it was woo woo but yeah acupuncture you on that woo woo that woo Woo! Uh, that Wu Tang. Have y'all done acupuncture? Oh, I love it. Like performed acupuncture or received acupuncture? I mean, both, I guess, but I assumed received. Received, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You it's felt like, like it did something? Um, I think the whole combination of. So the guy who I used to go to, um, and actually, a woman who I went to before that as well, two really great acupuncturists. They also did um, Reiki called like applied kinesiology. Um, so it's a lot of body movement, um, kind of like chiropractic manipulation, uh, and also like cupping and all, like just combines a bunch of different body modalities but then would always finish with the acupuncture. And I swear every time I would just like fall asleep, just out. And so I don't know what, like which modality actually was working well for me, but like when I tore my quadricep, I got it done. Um, Had it done with my back. You tore your quad doing a capoeira? I tore my quad playing kickball. Oh. Um, you didn't that stretch. Sucks. Yeah, yeah, I didn't stretch. I was hours deep into drinking and just like oh, you're feeling taking, yourself. Feeling myself kick that ball taken off from home plate. I just heard like a pop. Like Ooh. limped up and then the by the end of that day, I had like a softball Ooh. on my uh, quad. No. How did that feel when they had to work that out? Oh my god! Because I was doing, I did electros or like physical therapy as well, and they would do electro stim, yeah, to kind of try to like get the muscle fibers to yeah where they belong. (laughs) And the thing is, is like I constant like check the intake process where they're like, okay. So it's like a bunch of like buff physical therapists who are doing like hundred mile cycles and running marathons and everything. And they're like, so how did, what, can you tell us a little bit about what happened and how this occurred? I'm like, well, I was playing kickball. And then like most common, most common injury we see rec league sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that in badminton. Shit. Got How old were you? Uh, let's see. 32. Oh. Yeah, probably around there. I was performing at Curious at the time. So. Uh, Better want that career. Yeah. You were still doing Friday night fights. Oh, man. That was. I thought that was great at the beginning. And then it's just. I saw the poster of you. Oh. <laughs> shirt off hairline 
there. Yep. yep. Just like, oh, wow, they're spending some money on these ads, on these promotions. That was, yeah, they rented out an actual UFC gym by a guy in Gresham. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Who took the photo? I don't remember who was taking the pictures. Okay. I know Jay was there and it was someone who Jay knew. Of course. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It was was pre Jay names. That's when he was pre Jay names. Pre Jay names. I think it was the administration time period. Really? Chris Chris's time? Yeah. Was Chris there? He doesn't remember. No, I mean, Chris wasn't there. I mean, let's be clear. Administration time wasn't Chris's time. I was I was in administration for a month, y'all. <laughs> Just long enough to You're be in, in poster. all of the pictures. Of course, I'm in all the pictures. I mean, we took the pictures, which was, you know, that was fun. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's like who's the guy from? Uh, what's the actor's name from Succession? I know you'll know it, Eric. Jeremy Strong. Uh, the old guy, the the badass. Oh, uh, Brian Cox. Brian Cox. I don't want to be like. I mean, I'm not like Brian Cox. Brian Cox. His little excerpts from his book are fucking priceless. By the way, oh if you God, haven't read it, I, I just I love them. But like, I think as a community, I'm not about to talk shit at all. I want to be very clear about that. But I do think as a community of performers and whatnot. We got to start like being honest more, talking out loud more just about administration didn't work because I, you, you're like creating like a band. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that I think with improvisation, I don't think that's going to work most of the time. I'm sure it could work, but just the whole formula. I think it it's... was doomed from the start and people were already had other stuff going on and it yep. was just, and I saw, as soon as I saw that the commitment wasn't there because people were busy, not yeah. saying these people suck. I was like, okay, then I'm not going to like mark shit on my calendar. So I'm out. So, so I bounced. I think I was the second one to quit. Was it created uh, from like completely from the outside? Like, kind of like where, because there's groups that form where there'll be some people who perform in different groups, whatever, and they're sitting around, like Whiskey Tango. Whiskey Tango started from a group of guys sitting around and just being like, hey, we should fuck around and do this thing. And so it kind of, it formed from the inside out. And then, so we were all, I guess, what you would say, like, we were all equally committed. Yeah, yeah. Shareholders. Yeah. Was administration formed like that, or was it more of audition. someone decided to make a rock audition? All star team. It was an audition. Um, John Breen had the idea of creating a group that would be under the umbrella of, oh my God, why am I forgetting their name? Liberators, the Liberators. Liberators. Be under the um, umbrella of the Liberators. So, like, people came in and auditioned. Uh, and then the folks that were in it were the ones that kind of got picked and it was exciting at the time but then you could tell very quickly that it just wasn't going to work 
and it had nothing to do. The crazy thing is, or the wild thing, whatever. I'm trying not to say crazy, but I keep saying it so ingrained in my head. Wild um, thing. Is that the personality-wise, that, that wasn't the issue. Hmm. For, first of all, half of the people were already friends with each other, right? Mm-hmm. It, was, it was way more, uh, I say style a little bit, but mostly uh, time. Finding the time. And yeah, I just, I could, I smelled it real quick. Then this one dude, I'm forgetting his name, real, real good guy, skinny dude. He moved to New York. He did something with a water company now. He like to, oh, I'm forgetting his name, cool. but good guy, cool. real good guy. He with like the did water company or with water? It's not a water company. What's it called? Like Life James Water? Design? Life Water? The Same beverage thing. company? No, no, no. They like, help uh with like wells and bringing like clean and fresh water to areas that don't have it like um overseas and shit yeah um i think it's called life water anyways he he ended up getting this job that he didn't think he was gonna get right so he's like oh my god i gotta go um yeah and then i just i uh was like hey guys I'm like leaving because we just got our calendars all set up. And then, you know, like two or three of you are now like in a play, which is cool. But like, you know, it just didn't work out. Shit happens. That's uh, I mean, some of at least part of that is kind of I feel like there's two things that play with improv troops. One is that they rarely are someone's income oh yeah right so when it's not your income it's and when it's not your income and sometimes maybe where it is your livelihood it can be easy to kind of throw your hat into every ring and then to pull them out of the ones that are least convenient Mm. um and then the other thing is that and there's sometimes this dichotomy with improv is that there's people who get into it to be really good performers and there's people who get into it to um, kind of find themselves or to push themselves or to just kind of have just have fun. Like, and I'm not saying that those can't overlap, but what happens a lot is you get people that are like just doing it for fun. And so their commitment level isn't going to be as high as someone who's like really into it. Yeah. Um, and you can sometimes end up with groups that are like, hey, this group is just for fun. So people come and go. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, hey, we're putting together a group that we think can like do some serious stuff. And if not everyone is on that same page, which it can be easy to be not on the same page, then it's hard to move forward without or without then also being like, hey, you're not working mm-hmm. um, and not having people feel like hurt by that. But it's like, well, you know, this work the five of us are committed to it, and the you two are not quite. So yeah, we're gonna ask you to to step down. And it's like, well, this is just for fun, sort of thing, you know. I think large ideas. I think large groups are are more difficult, mm-hmm. right? I think it's easier for us because it's just three of us, and even that can get hanky you know like i've said from day one i would also love to have a duo Mm -hmm. i've i've tried so many 
probably a handful, but I'm being dramatic right now. So many, and it's like motherfuckers move or they've started like a family, which all those are great things. But but it is like just it's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to have a consistent group. So that's why I'm always like three, two, boom. I would never seriously try to be a part of a large group ever. Ever. Because it's just not a new, a new large group. I should yeah. say. A group that's already established that's been like, hey, do you want to? Oh, shit. Yeah, y'all been around for five, six, you know, seven years. I'll come play. But like, my God. No. See I how just... he's leaving himself open to join uh, the big show or whatever it's called. What's the big show? Big uh, show, huh? I thought you know, uh, yeah. White Women's New Group. Oh, what oh, is that? Been name? Renamed. What is the uh, big? The big the team? big group. The big team. The big team. The That's big... your new name. The big team. The big team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's 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 tough out there. I'm surprised <laughs> there aren't out. more duos and trios in this town. I mean, it makes before, sense for Portland before the end times. I'm surprised there's not more. I remember there was big, sexy Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, curious, I know, tried to do a like duo showcase or it was like a duo competition thing. Oh, which was cool. Like it, in, it encouraged everyone to go and find like uh, duo and to make it work. I think the problem was, is that there was no, it was created for the competition. And so as soon as the competition uh, was over, I think the only one that really lasted out of it was um, forward slash. Forward slash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. forward forward slash which was nate nate and kyle and kyle stebbins and kyle stebbins there you go and i think they just did a show did they yeah someone was mentioning it i'm surprised pillow talk hasn't hasn't been doing some stuff i mean that could be a a covid combo oh that's true because they're like best friends because they see each other all the time uh plus a dad like oh fair i mean you know i i mean my whole thing has just been trying to figure out my my whole thing was like i was getting ready to try and figure out how to balance performing and being a dad and a husband and etc and it happened at the exact same time as a worldwide pandemic so i've like still not really grasped it i mean literally was talking this about this with my therapist last week how i'm like i you mean my therapist (laughs) Um, (laughs) struggling to figure out like how to go about it where because now I feel like in some weird ways I'm in a position where I am starting to want to do put my hat into rings thing but knowing that like it's one thing when I'm like 32 and I've got extra time on my hands to like be like well I spent six months doing stuff with this group and it kind of fell apart oh well whereas now it's like well that's six months I could have been hanging out with my daughter more or doing a different project or fucking reading or I don't know like and and maybe that's just me giving a weird perspective to it because I've been stuck in my house for two years but uh 
or both. I don't know. But yeah, I'm starting to try and be like, where am I? I am shocked at how much you've been in your house. (laughs) Of all of us, I would think I would be the one that would be in the house the most. The house the most? What? The house? Is that correct? The house, the house the most. Oh, I said the house. The house the most. I was like, I said something wrong in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm also surprised that neither of you has ever had a duo with somebody. Oh, you have, I've, Eric. A you little had bit a, with Kara. Like a serious one. No, no, no. I thought you had a serious one in Minnesota. Was with, a trio. Uh, a trio. Oh, that was a trio. Oh, yeah. That was the first time that I rejected Eric and I didn't even know him. Yeah. What? We, uh, we applied when I, uh, we applied for <laughs> oh, Stumptown. Shit. Oh, shit. Uh, like the, <laughs> literally, like right after I moved out here. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, and my understanding is that Leon pushed for us, I but there was enough consensus. Mm. I did. I don't remember which groups we were bested by, which is the point. I don't remember mm. them. Interesting. I could go, I could go back in the archives. <laughs> <laughs> I the reason I love a duo is because because you know uh Lask and I, I mean it wasn't we weren't like formally a thing, but it was it's it's because you are just there you have to you have to to. i love that pressure it's not really pressure i love that excitement of that you just it's like a muscle memory too because you just have to do something Mm -hmm. you have to do something and be so absolutely present i i mean i fucking i love that shit yeah yeah remember jake michaels and i uh did a duo where we were doing it was a 15 minute herald and so we would run the entire herald in 15 minutes as two people (laughs) and it was the same thing we said at the beginning we're like if we're gonna do this duo thing let's just make sure that we are both doing something that's outside of our comfort zone so we're not just going to lean back into what we did with whiskey tango or whatever and just do it always Mm. present and it was fun i there's definitely something powerful about a duo even when like that time when we were kind of rotating through kickstand and sometimes it would be two of us and like Sometimes it was me and Chris. Sometimes it was Eric and Chris. Oh, I- yeah. I forgot about those. Sometimes people couldn't make it. And then you all mm-hmm. went to uh, Toronto. Yep. Well, and you two went to Cincinnati. So I mean- oh, Cincinnati was fire. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati was fire, dude. Yeah. And I actually, <laughs> I, I watched them recently and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, like this is good and also kind of mad, you know, like watching Wait, you, you watched You watched what? Some of your Cincinnati sets. That's just on tape? It's on YouTube. Tape. Look how old I am. Tape. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, some was... people's YouTube accounts still exist. Broke <laughs> 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 <Rogue laughs> Gravy, sponsored by YouTube. 
God. it's actually kind of nice to just kind of be done with YouTube. I'm just kind of yeah. like, eh, well, yeah. This is just like how I still I'll still go to my phone every once in a while and look for Instagram, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, and then I'll like read an article instead, and it's like this is a much better use of my time. I think just in case either of you end up getting in an, a duo. I I found that <laughs> I was like, wait a minute because I'm just going <laughs> because I've done so many with different people. I found the best ones were the unexpected, unusual ones like Jesse. That's the five minute warning. Oh sweet, Jesse and I. Oh, did is it forty five minutes or an hour? 45 was the oh, shit. you gave us. Cool. Dope. So Jesse yeah, and I this. had a, a, a duo called the Lovebirds, and man, that shit was so fun. But then she got married and moved. Is she still in DC? She may be in Colorado now. I'm not sure. She just had a baby. Um so big ups to Jesse. But speaking of Lovebirds, Birds. loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. We would do start at the end or begin at the end, whatever the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. Like God, it's, it's such a wild, like starting at the end and mm-hmm. ending at the beginning. There's something about that, that this, you got to get in the flow of it. But yeah, it was shockingly enjoyable to do. Well, shout out to all your former administration teammates. So many of them. <laughs> so many of them. So many of them. God, duos should just do a uh, broke gravy former teams festival and just invite all of the people who we just, have. just people play. It's just us playing with groups that we've had, and then we have a headline at the end. Yeah, I would do that I, actually. <laughs> I don't hate this idea, or or but then we could also, I mean, think about it. We could like because if we got my old group, um, murmur, mm-hmm. we could also invite. Um, uh, Juliet, Juliet, right? Because you, oh, yeah, Juliet, Juliet. yeah, because Me- because Me- Megan's a murmur with me, and Juliet, Juliet is just something that people need to see more. Need to see, that's yeah, that's Emily just sent me a text, it says, just an FYI, and it's a screenshot of a calendar that says the first day of Black History Month starts tomorrow. <laughs> Hey, that is uh, that's her telling you that she sees you. <laughs> that's a fucking beautiful asshole move. That's fucking great. <laughs> oh, it's, ni- it's nice that some people recognize uh Black History Month. It probably just pisses some people off too, right? I just don't understand <laughs> why they need a month. It don't make sense. Why do we have to acknowledge? Can't we all just be humans? The answer to that is no. First day of Black History Month. I didn't even read Black High. That response, by the way. What response? I mean, we're on a podcast. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even read. I, I didn't even read. I was like, okay. Well, yeah, it was, you know. <laughs> was it fine? 
it was fine. Okay. I mean, okay. I think it was like, yeah, we can't. Well, that yeah. they don't that we've got we've got four hundred people on staff for these two hundred people. Um, that's me being as vague as I can for something they do not listen to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I'm looking forward to coaching. So if you, I don't even know if there's room. I don't even know how many people have signed up. I feel like I should know that. But if you're thinking of uh, continuing along with kickstand and being in level six, hey, I'd love to see you there. I'm a pretty good coach, if I do say so myself. Hey, man, we might even consider you for uh, the Broke Gravy previous group festival. Uh, like former lovers uh, former lovers festival the six degrees of gravy or something Ooh, okay it's a lot of people actually oh yeah i and mean from, it could be and from yeah, a lot of places like yeah we got like dc colorado la new york uh i think that's about it portland that's that's probably good i miss festivals i miss improv festivals let's get them going when it's safe i mean they are going it's oh are they well yeah some are we were supposed to go to one and we oh that's right yeah that's true we threw down the covid card like not the one i was expecting before we go how much longer do you think we'll be wearing masks have to man have to Uh till the end of the year really into next winter yeah like we're going into a restaurant and stuff Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. indoors until the until end of the year. Really? Okay. Okay. I mean, I yeah, I think it's gonna be a that's a good question. In Oregon, a while. Oh, um, er, other places have basically probably said, done been done. With yeah, <clears throat> they're like you get like, fined uh, if you don't if you wear a mask. Like, <laughs> I think it's like, gonna end in the fall. My face. I mean, it kind of depends on the next variant, right? A little bit. Uh, the other thing, uh, I guess, the other thing is uh, once kids can be under five, can be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. my uh, the homie Paris sent me a thing that said, uh, I think spring is when they're looking at Pfizer and summer Moderna. What's going to happen first? Uh, black woman Supreme Court justice or uh, vaccinations for under five? I mean, then, I think I think old boy said he wasn't retiring until the summer anyway. Yeah. It's like finishing Emph- the session. Or Emphasis on old. I have a little problem <laughs> I- with Biden just kind of coming out and being like, you know, it's gonna be a black woman. <laughs> Wait, hold I mean, on, hold on. Like, I want like three years. I, I was fine <laughs> if it's just like in his mind and he does that, but it's kind of like, hey man, I'm getting back into the dating game, and you know, <laughs> you know I like them is. black women. <laughs> you know, Barry told me. <laughs> it's that the dumb and the Barry, the sweet of the justice. <laughs> Wow, wow. It's that dumb Democratic bullshit. Like, Democrats are dumb, right? He said what he said. You're right. Like, just 
just nominate one. And then you can have people talking that shit, knowing that that last motherfucker nominated three white justices, two white men, one white woman. With very little. She's never tried to. No experience. No experience. No experience. But they're still going to be talking shit regardless of the credentials. See, that's the problem that I have with the white liberal. You think you did something awesome, but you just made it that much harder. You all what you did was, oh, you only got in here because Mm -hmm. just do the damn thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just do it. We'll get it. We'll understand. We're smart. Uh Uh-huh. Great. Just fucking do it. God damn. This motherfucker, whoever gets nominated, is going to be amazing, right? Totally, probably way more credentialed than all three of those motherfuckers that just came on put together, right? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. God, white liberal, just think. Pause and think. Be more strategic. White liberal. <laughs> what do I just call people white liberals? White liberal. I'm talking to you, white liberal. Oh, God. Strategy doesn't exist in the Democratic Party. I said it. That's why I'm not a Democrat. Hey, did you guys know I wasn't a Democrat? It's not like I say that every fucking podcast we have. Yeah. I say I'm not a Democrat every fucking podcast we have. We'll talk at the mid-year. Oh. Oh man, Chris Williams, libertarian. What happened? Oh. <laughs> Chris Williams, Joe Rogan, and that nougat guy, uh, Ted Ted Nugent. Oh, I can't stand him. <laughs> I think I know we got to go, but I think the city of Portland is about to get some conservatives elected because of the portland houseless issue mm-hmm. and crime and i think there's about to be for portland a flood of conservatives elected because they're gonna their their campaign their platform is gonna be just that tackling that and i think there's gonna be a bunch of folks on the down low liberals and whatever being like yeah you know what well, it's kind of i'm gonna wrong, i'm gonna vote i'm gonna vote for you is Portland over? That is that's been like <laughs> the news. <laughs> I mean, headline. I mean, I'm, I'm over pretty sure Portland. it's been the headline since at least I've been here. Yeah. Um, in one way or another, it's just who's asking the question. Right. Day, yes. Right. Portland, not so weird anymore. <laughs> just dangerous. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Uh, what's good? Oh shit, we gotta do what's good. Oh shit. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? I think we did buy. I mean, before before, before smartless. smartless. Yeah, yeah, we did. We one hundred percent. I mean, they clearly they Will Arnett clearly has been listening to this podcast and bid it. I, well, I, I, think, I believe we I don't think Will Arnett is listening, but I think that maybe what's his name? Sean Levy. Hayes. Sean Levy. Who's that other guy? Who's the third guy? Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes. Sorry about that, Sean. Uh, Sean Hayes 
has been listening and he was like hey guys what if we ended the show with bye and i find was- sean hayes to be actually extremely funny i think he's a very funny dude anyways what's good is uh you know i'm looking forward to kickstand getting out there and uh coaching nice. i want to see the talent i'm out of the game you know i want to see who's who's coming up oh shit okay <laughs> that new new yeah absolutely that new new this weather is uh tipping its hat towards spring mm-hmm. which is very much needed very much needed mm-hmm. so if we can keep these variants under control so we can enjoy it these fucking variants i've got too many variants <laughs> was, that brian, was that brian out. fellows that Brian Fellows, astronaut Jones, all day. I've been playing uh, a little bit more indoor simulator golf, uh, and it's been great to just like on a rainy day or after the sun goes down, have a place to go that's warm, has beer, and I can practice. Uh, but also getting Audrey out there and like she has this like safe space away from the golf gaze. I'm going to make that a term where she can just like hit balls and doesn't have to worry about anybody else watching. Um, so yeah, that's been, it's been good. And also getting out and playing uh, took uh, Aaron and Maite out there as well and or over there. Uh, had a good time, good old time. So, who's Aaron? Aaron Gino Reagan. Oh, wow! Yeah, you Former do administration castmate. Yeah, right. He was. I didn't wow. realize you were subtweeting her that whole time. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, uh, Aaron. I I had no idea who you were talking about. That is so funny. I see Aaron like once every other week. All right. Well, well this was fun. All right. Let's do it again. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, he committed to the bit. For more info on live shows, podcast releases, swag, and more, head over to BrokeGravy.com or follow BrokeGravy on Instagram. Check out our Patreon to help support our art and get yourself some dope benefits over at Patreon.com slash BrokeGravy. And if you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app or recommend us to your friends, loved ones, and enemies. Everyone deserves something nice to listen to. We love answering your questions. So send us one on our website or on Instagram. And as always, we appreciate the love and support. Until next time, it's all gravy. Bring me my royal papers! Bring me my royal papers!